All right, Patrick. Sarah, how are we doing? We're great. How's everything? Good. Good, good, good. Well, I mean, maybe not for you. Your house could be, I mean, you may not have a house next time, this time next week. So, a um, few things. One, you know, I think we should take two minutes to discuss uh, September 11th. Obviously, we're taping this on Tuesday, September 11th, obviously, 17 years ago, mm-hmm. a tragedy struck. So, um, were, were you working, by the way, in news? Were you a news director? Then? So, I was in Tampa at our, our station down there. Okay. I was general sales manager. I was actually in a sales meeting. Um, we did have a TV on, but honestly, we weren't paying attention to the TV. It was kind of like just background. And sure. then somebody came in and said, Do you see what's going on? So then obviously, we started paying attention. And um, one of our national sales managers was actually in the air on the way, I believe, on the way to New York and got rerouted. Um, my mother was in New York working really? in New York City. So, yeah, I mean, listen, It's uh, I grew up in northern New Jersey, right outside. Um, I lived, actually, uh, in a town called North Arlington, New Jersey, which is elevated. And depending on what part of the main, it's called Ridge Road, okay. you were on, you, you could see New York City skyline. And, wow. um so you know, listen, it's 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 a it's a sad day, and uh, I truly think the uh, I tweeted this morning, never forget, and I know everyone says that, but it's truly, I mean, it's you know, we have a whole entire new generation now I know. who or, never knew it, who right. never, never you know, knew it, yeah. and, and listen, I'm glad they never experienced that, right? But um, but listen, sad day, a lot of lost lives, the nation changed yeah. forever on that day, and. Uh, so I just think we should take a second and acknowledge that. I agree. I think that's really good. And, uh, and you probably saw this, but um, I always think, too, of all the people who are still, those first responders, still feeling the health effects. Yeah, listen, you know, the tragedy, unfortunately, continues yeah, years really and years after, mentally, physically. Um, you probably saw where those uh, New York City firefighters, 15 of them have come down with breast cancer, which yeah, is so rare in the, men. There's but been were, a lot of cancers related yeah. to it and, and emphysema and other ailments. Um, but I will say, if you haven't been to New York to see the memorials, yeah. you absolutely should go. Um, uh, you know, they, they did, I think, as good of a job as you possibly could building those and, you know, as, as, a, as a memorial to, to yeah. those. Um, but listen, it's not just New York. Washington, D.C., obviously, with the Pentagon being right here in, in the nation's capital. And, um, and then obviously you and had Shanksville. Yeah. So anyway, it's just uh, it's a sad day. So uh, on, a, on a separate note, uh, we got Hurricane uh, Florence. On the way. Who is uh, unfortunately barreling down right where I have my, uh, my, my second home, uh, my, my favorite home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, your favorite place. My, yep. my beautiful home. So, uh, yeah, no, really nervous. So, fortunately, my wife and I were down there in August, and um, we uh, we kind of hurricane-proofed it to the best of our ability. Okay. And obviously, we didn't even know Florence was coming at the you time. You do just, that every year. Yeah, I mean, when I say hurricane-proofed it, we, you know, furniture's, you know, the, the, we have a large porch. The porch has been cleared out, everything in the garage. Um, the screens are down, so the wind kind of could move through the porch. Yep. Um, but we don't have hurricane shutters. We're about 10 miles off the coast. Um, yeah, really nervous. I mean, trees and the I rain. Bet. It just looks like a really, really bad situation. And sometimes I know people say, oh, these things get overblown. Oh, the media loves to blow. Yes, and we do. Right. Certainly Weather Channel does. <laughs> uh, but this looks pretty, pretty serious. Uh, it'll be the, if it hits at Cat 4, 
I believe it will be the um, strongest hurricane to hit that far north on the East Coast, I believe they said in 150 years. Really? I think 1851 was the last Cat 4 to hit above, like, Georgia. Oh, my God. Really? Gosh, or, you don't even think about Or above track. Charleston, I believe. Or oh, above wow. Charleston. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, Patrick, good luck. That is good definitely luck. So we'll give you Good luck. So we'll give you an update next week. Yeah. If I'm not on the podcast next week, I'm down <laughs> cleaning debris and, you know. I know. Yeah. So Let, let's hope for the best. Yes. Hope that you But exactly. listen, you know, we're up here. We're safe. You know, a lot of people are evacuating. And, um, you know, it's just. Um, yeah, we're going to see how it plays out. We could, the re- next we could days. replace a house. True. Good point. Um, lots of news to get lots to. Lots of news. It's been a cra- I mean, I almost feel like I wish our, our friend Joe DiCipio was on this week. After I know. After all the things that have happened well, with Trump. Well, after he took a beat down last week, you know, he kind of, you know, <laughs> ran ran away. No, yeah. I'm only kidding. Joe, we love <laughs> you. Know, Joe, we, we love you, Joe. Um, the anonymous op-ed, we got to talk yeah. about that. In the New York Times, I'm, I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that. But I'd say the biggest news still is Serena Williams at the U.S. Over Open. Over the weekend. Over the weekend. Um, I think people are still commenting. There's still New York Times articles being written about that. So what is your take on this? Um, you know, it, it, you watch kind of the long back and forth that she has yeah. with the ref. She was ended up fined $17,000 for smashing her racket and everything that she said. Um, but she allegedly says that she is treated differently as a woman on the tennis court. So, so I, I think this is, a, you know, this incident and the reaction to it, more so the reaction to it, was typical of what's going on today. Okay. It's either right or wrong, black okay. and white. There's only two sides that you can be on. Either Serena was right, and he and he's a sexist pig, you know, the ref, the official, or she's wrong. Right. And that was the reaction. And I took a different, I have a different thought on it. I think a lot of things can be true with this situation. Okay. I, so, so let me start. I think the ref could have handled it differently. I think he, and listen, maybe she was treated differently because she's a female. Versus how a male tennis player would have been treated in that situation. We don't know that. Okay. But possibly. But to me, that's a secondary issue. Or I shouldn't say secondary in terms of importance. But that's a discussion for after the match is over. Okay. And after everything settles down. I think in the moment, Mm -hmm. she was wrong. Her coach admitted after the fact she was getting coaching. Okay. So whether she should have been called out or not by the ref... He called her out, right? It's like a bad call in a football game. Right. Should that have been a personal foul and an ejection? Maybe, maybe not. But you have to deal with it. Listen, she's a world. She's probably the greatest tennis player, maybe male or female combined of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're not talking about some, you know, amateur player here. Right. Right. She's had a history. I mean, there's an article going back to 2004 at the U.S. Open of being penalized, losing points, complaining, yelling. She's had issues with, you know, when she played Jennifer Capriati back in, I believe it was 2004. Uh, she had an issue w- with a female, a, f- a ref, female official, uh, umpire, they're called, sorry. Right. Uh, in 2011. So this isn't the first time. She threw her racket. She broke it. She called an umpire a thief. She was over the top. Okay, but don't... I mean, wouldn't you argue there's, like, a little bit of sexism in there? Listen, there's there's no doubt... Yeah. 
of that. Because I think all these players, but male that's or female, not seems the issue it. at the time. Keep in mind, she was playing another female. Whether she was being treated differently than a male tennis player is irrelevant at the time. You could debate that. No, no it's irrelevant. I don't know about that. No, it's completely irrelevant. How is it irrelevant, though? It, it's like a Major League Baseball umpire treating um, Cal Ripken different than a rookie. They have different strike zones. Cal Ripken gets the benefit of the doubt. The other one doesn't. Now, that's not sexist because they're both males, right? Or, or in the soccer world, you may allow men to have more physicality than women. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But in the moment, if you're penalized... You're penalized, right? The re- he's 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 umpiring a match between two females. It wasn't like she was playing a male and she was being treated differently. But her argument was that he never would have even had this Doesn't back matter. with a male player. Doesn't matter. The fact was, he, t- he warned her. He told her she was getting coaching. She threw a tantrum. She threw a racket. She yelled at the, the umpire, got an additional penalty, and then took it more and got, an, got even a game penalty. She should have de-escalated the situation. The sexism issue, we could talk about after the fact. We talked about it a week ago or two weeks ago. <clears throat> the woman who took her shirt off and got penalized. Where was that? What Tennis. Was that? Why am I losing uh, my I believe mind? it was U.S. Open. Oh, really? Right? Or I believe it was U.S. Open. Oh. First weekend. <clears throat> and Well, it, they seem to have very bizarre rules anyway. Because remember, well, that, of course, yeah. Serena's outfits were an issue like prior. That was, I, I believe that was in the French Open or something along those lines. But no, anyway. it was the U.S. Open. She was, was told she couldn't wear the catsuit, which oh. I said was wrong. She should be allowed to wear it. And I said the woman being treated differently for, she took her shirt off because she put it on the chain. Right, she put it on right. inside out and she took it and she got penalized. Like where a, ma- a male actually in the rules can change his shirt on the court where a female can't. That is so So crazy. antiquated sexist rules. But my point is that's for discussion and debate and change after that match is over. Okay. In the, in the moment, she's got to follow the rules. She's got to act appropriate. She has to show good sportsmanship. And I think if she was winning at the time, she doesn't act like that. I think she was playing like crap. Well, you do kind of wonder, you know, there seemed like it was a bit of a performance at one point. You know, it's like, I don't know. Is that, was that part of it? I agree with you. I think there is gray area. And first, Billie Jean King, lots of other uh, tennis elites like came out. Like she was told she was her. getting coaching, which she was. The coach admitted it. Yeah. Whether yeah, everyone did. gets it, coaching or not, again, irrelevant. She got caught doing it. He told her, don't do it anymore. And, right. she, and she, she, she escalated the situation. Now, he could have de-escalated it. I think he could have handled it differently. Right. My point was going back. I think a lot of things are right here mm-hmm. or wrong. I, yeah. don't think it's, I don't think she's right, and I don't think she's wrong. I think he handled it incorrectly. Maybe he was sexist. Maybe he wasn't. Right. Again, they should look into that. Yeah. But I think this, that's a good thing. Okay. But, like but this theory that she was 100% right, how could you even make that case? Um, I think you can only make it going back and looking. And I think, look, she would know this better. And if, and if you're a big tennis person, if there are people listening that are big tennis people, I think you have seen. I mean, look, you do look at the example of John McEnroe, who now gets paid millions of dollars to be in commercials, where he then basically makes fun of the fact that he misbehaved for years. Listen, that's 30 years ago, right? Yeah, but he's but, rewarded but, for all that. Again, and I don't know tennis well enough to say the rules have. I believe the rules have changed on those on those things where you can't yell at umpires the way you used to. So people are using that as an example. The question is, and the example that I saw that I think is the most fair in defense of 
the people who are saying it was sexist. Rafael Nadal had an issue with this umpire, I believe, in 2017. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he. And he yelled at him and said, "I'll never let you." Yeah. I'll, I'll do everything I can in my power to not have you do a major match again. Yeah. And he wasn't addition, He wasn't penalized more. And I think that's the equivalent of her saying you're a thief, in essence. And she was penalized more. So I do think there is some sexism there. Um. I, I think too, doesn't it? I don't know how you feel, but I think. But to me, that's again. I keep saying this, and I, and I want to emphasize this. That's for I think the United States Tennis Association and the Women's Tennis Association to investigate after the fact. I think in the moment. If she wants to win that match, she just play and not call him out. Right. I mean, listen, you, you, you know, I thought, I liked it that she called him out. I mean, I don't know if it's exactly true, and I I do think you're right. There's and again, like, I think if she's up five two, five two, or six two, five two, and she's going to ready to win the U.S. Open, I don't think she calls him out like that. Oh, I I think you're right. There's definitely like a lot of heated emotion. I mean, we could go on. I mean, that one is. And listen, by the way, you're th- some. This is someone who I think. Is you know she's as I said I think she's the greatest tennis player ever. But don't you think it strikes a nerve in the sense of look you've worked in news a long time we all I, I've worked in this business too whether it's radio or TV and people have big egos and don't you think over the years like there is this level of like oh well male anchors or male radio guys are allowed to be sometimes more over the top like I think that whole thing struck a nerve in the sense Listen, that I'm the first one to say I, I hate I hate 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 when a female boss. Is called a bitch because, oh, she's a bitch. No, she's a tough boss. If that was a male boss, you wouldn't say that. You would say, oh, he's well, a tough say, boss. He, no, you'd say he's an asshole. Well, okay, I'm, I'm trying to use the example of... <laughs> might have to believe that. I'm, I'm trying to say, I, I think men would be might. called tough bosses or, you know... Well, maybe to your face, well, but not right, okay. your back. But my, my point is, I think women... I, I don't think it's fair. I think women are... Yeah, right? Then you get that kind of... There's this expectation that women right. have to act a certain way yeah, versus right. a male. And listen, I think, the, I, think the, I think the tennis world clearly favors men than women, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so again, I okay, think... Okay, sensitivity training for all. How I think a lot that? of people are right here and a lot of people are wrong here. I don't think it's... I just, my point going... Again, I don't think it's just black or white. I don't think she's either right or wrong. Yes, it was sexist. But I think she still should have played and acted like a petulant child on the court. I think she, and I also think it was disrespectful to her opponent, and um, I felt bad for her. So, um, okay, well, there we go. I mean, yeah. people, I'm sure people have lots of thoughts continuing on that. And my lesson here is, I think there's a lot of sides to every to every issue, and it's not just he's a jerk, he's right or wrong. It's, yeah. Right. And it is, I, I get what you're saying. Like, it's annoying to then just go to the internet and it's just all people, like, So, let, like, let's segue into the op-ed anonymous piece against I Trump. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. What are you thinking? This is, like, every week. I mean, I can't even believe Trump is still in office. Why? Because I feel like they are coming for him. Yeah. I've told you that for a year. <laughs> right. Like Patrick. They're even, I mean, General Kelly is saying, look, we're all in crazy town. We're in, we're, we're in crazy town. This is bananas. It's the worst job I've ever had. I mean, come on. These are his own people. Did he actually the say Woodward that? the Woodward book. Did you hear him say that? Oh, you, oh, my God. Do you believe that's not true? I don't know if it's true or not. Oh, my God. How, okay. What do that's you think not about, the point. What do you think about the op-ed? I think he should be arrested. Oh, who should be arrested? The guy who wrote it. Or the what? woman who wrote it. Yeah. What? No. 
That yeah. would be terrible. I think it's. I think it's. Um, I, I. I think the Justice Department should be investigating who it was because that person should not be in security meetings. What? That person. Aren't you in the free press? How can you this isn't it? free press. I think the New York Times should have published it. That's free press. I think people who are saying that this guy writing it or woman, I'm saying guy, I don't know that. Okay. That's part of free press. No, he worked for Trump. He wasn't duly elected by this country. All he right. was. He was hired to do a job. That's follow the president. If he thinks he can't do that, he or she should resign and then write the article. To me, there's no question on this. I think I think those in the press that think this is okay. What would are you be wrong. arrested for, though? What, like, I'm just, not saying arrested. Okay, I was being dramatic. Okay, okay. Think about if you did this in the private sector with a with a boss, you'd be fired. Well, but you would be anonymous. They wouldn't know. No, I'm saying if it came out. Okay, but here's the thing. Don't you think that, I, I mean, look, it sounds like from Woodward's book, people are basically saying they're taking documents off of his desk. He doesn't remember if they're not in front of him. But who? They, we don't know that. Woodward, like, like. But isn't, I mean, these people, like, some of the higher uh, people in his cabinet seem to actually be helping the country. Like, do you really want them all gone? They're helping it the country like, what? Because they're like averting major disasters. Like they're they're help, no, they're helping themselves because they want him out. So they can regain power, because the power the power dynamic in Washington D.C. has completely changed since he became president. Okay, it, there's no normalcy to who has the power now because of him, right? And that has upset Republicans and Democrats. Okay, in my opinion, and they don't know what to do with it. So now it's it was Russia, it was collusion, it was obstruction, which. That's done. That's over. I don't care what they say. They may try to get him on something like obstruction or lying to the FBI. Okay. But there's no Russia collusion. That was a myth for a year and a half. So then it's, he's crazy. Well, I mean. Then he's crazy and he's dangerous. And then you got Elizabeth Warren coming out and mentioning the 25th Amendment. Who, by the way, even liberal newspapers said she should just be quiet with that. But, I mean, don't you think, uh, look, a lot of people in his administration have left. What would okay. be in it for, I mean, but I, I maybe don't because think he, Maybe because he's a tough, tough boss. Or maybe that they're generally concerned for our country and they want to see him, like, they didn't even realize how terrible it was. Seems like. Well, listen, hold on, hold on. We're talking about bad. two different things here. The people who left, if they left because they felt they couldn't serve what he wanted them to do, then they did the right thing. I'm talking. We're just talking about a guy or woman who's still there, who might be privy to high-level intel strategy. And if he's anti-administration, I think that's worthy of an investigation. Okay. Do you believe, though, after reading all this, after seeing all this, Bob Woodward's book is coming out? Do you really believe that President Trump is competent to run this country? I do. You do? Yeah, I do. Okay. Listen, how? Because I, I do. Listen, I think. I, I, but don't you think there's so many other great Republicans that like really care about this country and are not about themselves? And there are many in his administration working for him that are basically. Did you saying, see Look, the, Did you did you see the hearings last week for Kavanaugh? Yeah, I did. Some okay. of it. Tell me, name one Democrat that really like. You think Cory Booker, Camilla Harris really care about this country? They, they were. They were. They were. Over-the-top embarrassments in that hearing. Kavanaugh is 
more than qualified. Okay, if you wanted to nominate Supreme Court justices, you should have won the election. He won. Kavanaugh, by his own peers, Condoleezza Rice, left and right legal experts, is superbly qualified to be on the Supreme Court. You don't get to decide as a Democrat that he's not qualified unless there's something so obvious. Well, a lot of people are worried about his indecision on Roe versus Wade. But that's he, not your choice, right? He, he, no, no, he, Trump gets to pick. Trump gets to pick. If he, if he wants to choose somebody he thinks might overturn Roe versus Wade, that's his choice. But yeah, but you do have the right to question that. As oh, absolutely. And, yeah, but that's I not mean, what they were doing. This whole document dump. Listen, everyone's saying Booker was over the top. Camilla Harris. Camilla Harris put out a video. I mean, even even the Washington Post is killing her. I think that's disgusting. You're right. And I, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, is it that that these senators and Congress representatives like have a little bit of airtime and then they want to like just blow it up? Are they kind of feeding into like you're talking about everything has to be black or white? I, I'm with listen, you. I don't know I why th- she listen, would do I, that. I think there's a few things here. I'll, and I'll try to be as, you know, I think Trump's decision making, his Twitter rages, some of his decision making, his Twitter rages. His, um, I'll just say, unique perspective on the truth sometimes okay. <laughs> um, are all concerns. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. And I don't know if they rise to the level of, do I think, yeah, listen, you may think he's incompetent to run. I may think he's competent enough to run the country. I, I, I don't know. We, we're not going to be able to do a mental t- test on him, right? <laughs> No, right. But the point is, the people who are acting the way they are are no less of a concern. The way Cory Booker acted, the way Camilla Harris acts, the way Elizabeth Warren acts, they sh- we should be concerned for their mental state. Yeah, I right? agree with that. So, so it's it, it goes all around here. No one can believe this guy won, and they cannot get over it. They just can't. They well, cannot. okay, but the office of the presidency is, I mean, the highest power. So, I mean, you are different than a Cory Booker situation. I mean, yeah, he... Some people debate. Some people think the senators are more powerful. My thing is this. I don't even have... You know, I think there's so many great Republicans. John McCain, even Mitt Romney. I think it's just you're seeing, like... Oh, well, let's slow down on Mitt Romney <laughs> being a great Republican now. <laughs> well, I would... I liked Mittens. I would have voted for him. I, I did mean, vote for Mitt. Yeah, well, but I think that even within the Republican Party, people are like, I think just Trump just doesn't grasp more than himself Listen, and his immediate things he does, That's what people, I think, have uh, a problem. And I've said this hundreds. There's things he does that are inappropriate. There are things that he does that, as Americans, as legislators, they should all question. The level of anti-Trumpism is overblown, in my opinion. Okay, it's completely overblown. And you go to all these suburbs, and I'm telling you, the American people will think the same thing. You know, CNN just came out with a poll, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, his approval rating for independence was at like 43. Now they're saying it's at 31. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Do you think that? Come on. I don't believe those anyway, do you? I don't think those are. I mean, how's their survey, you know? I mean. Listen, GDP is 4%. 
deregulation's working. The tax cuts seem to be working. People have more money in their pockets, okay? We got to deal with Mexico on, on, on NAFTA. Looks like the Canadians are going to come on board, okay? We're trying to do something with North Korea. You could, we could debate all day long. Has North Korea really denuclearized or begun to denuclearize? Right. Maybe, maybe not. But I'll tell you what, it's more than anybody else did or had done, right? I, I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I keep saying, take the name out of it. How do you feel about former President Barack Obama coming out and speaking for the first time? It basically I think saying, it's good for the Republicans. Really? Do you? Why? Because Obama has never had a good election except for himself, ever. He's lost seats across the board in every oh, election. I see what you're saying. He okay. couldn't get Hillary over the lo- Listen. Well, I don't listen, think they really like Hillary. I've said this again. And, you know, people say, oh, I'm not going to tell you I vote. I've told you. I voted for Obama the first time. I did not vote for Obama the second time. Okay. I think Obama's a lot of hot air. I think he's a great orator. I think he's a, probably a very good human being, got a great family, looks presidential. I think he's a bunch of hot air. I think he doesn't put his policies to what he preaches. I don't think he got anything significant passed. I think he spent the first two years going after, you know, trying to get Obamacare passed, which I think was a mistake for him. Okay, really? Yeah. I mean, but I mean, Obamacare is like something. At least no, it's we not. were working it's not, towards. It's nothing. You know what Obamacare is? You get but the... we don't have anything now. There's so many uninsured Americans. It's okay. crazy. You know what Obamacare is? You get to keep people onto your 26 and pre-existing Great. conditions. Two things. You know how much that costs? Well, okay. Look, we, I, oh, I could have this argument with you all day. We pay either way. You know what? Uh, we yeah, really I, do. Because they're going to treat everybody. Listen, I agree with that. It's just like, you know, Obama comes out and says that, you know, Trump's anti-press, anti-press, anti-press. I mean, you know, clearly based on his rhetoric... He's against fake news or whatever he sure. his okay. definition of that. But Obama's also went after other news networks. Obama did? Yeah. Such as who? Who? Certainly went after Fox News on numerous times in, in, in public speeches and behind the scenes. That's documented. And listen, I'm not saying he was really doing it. Or, what I'm saying is it's like you can't you can't orate your way to success. There has to be policies behind what you do, right? Um, yes. I agree. The, I, no, I the agree problem with, The problem with the American voter in general is they get enamored or the press gets enamored with somebody who looks the part versus somebody who actually can do something to benefit the country. Okay, but I think we, I mean... You it's know. like the woman we talked about, the, the woman from the Bronx, right? The socialist from the Bronx. Orozco. Oh, oh, um, the minute she won, the head of the DNC is saying she's the future of the party. Well, well what? Time out. Oh, Cortez? Cortez. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, she needs some more work, but, um, but... But hold up. But within 24 hours, she was the future of the party. Okay, well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I think but we always agree... that's how we think. Well, we always agree... No, because we always talk about this. Both sides, and liberal networks, conservative networks, they're both guilty of this. They just keep, So, I like, guess here's the question. Pounding. Would you rather a semi-crazy president who gets things done... <laughs> Or a pre- like no no I'm being serious crazy. or a president that <laughs> or a president that looks the part but, okay. and is presidential but gets nothing done. But I can't I don't think you could say that Obama got nothing done. Tell me what he got done. 
Well, he killed Bin Laden. Okay. That was, that was, first, okay, okay, that was like my best moment. I don't know. I get okay. very patriotic. But that was like, okay, that was presidents working together. We could argue all about the Afghanistan-Iraq war. But, I mean, they did see that through. You know, he did stay pretty tough on um, terrorism. He kept a lot of, they were hunting down. I mean, Listen, I think continue. Obama did. Here's what. I think Obama handled the transition from Bush to his yeah, administration well in the sense of trying to stabilize the economy, okay? I think he should have went jobs, jobs, jobs the first years rather than Obamacare, but that's obviously he, it's his choice. He was the president, right? So uh, I think we're getting in the weeds here on this, but I listen, I, I, I back to your question. Okay, but you know this as a boss. Don't you think, I mean, if you have an employee who is constantly on Twitter, they're, they're unpredictable, then they're in the office, they're unpredictable. I mean, at some point you're like, even if this person is getting things done, like, at what point but is we this don't know. like too difficult? He seems unpredictable to us. We don't know that. You think he has a strategy, perhaps. I, I, I don't know that either. Okay. <laughs> but okay, my just, point is I'm not... You know, I go to my job, I go to work, I get a paycheck, I have fun on the weekends, the world seems pretty okay, there's not chaos in the streets, I just think the unhinged frenziness, this anti-Trump, I think it's just blown way over proportion. That doesn't mean you have to like him, that doesn't mean vote him out, vote Democrat in the House, but this impeachment, 25th Amendment, Chaos. Well, I do agree it's a distraction from furthering to and educate this country. And honestly, and, yeah, I, think it's I, a, I think it's a purposeful distraction. Um, and then you have Democrat senators acting just as unhinged. No, I agree. Yeah, I, I know. And it's like, when are they going to come back to some sort of neutral? I mean, poor Howard Dean, who kind of had that crazy rant and uh, lost the, uh, the nomination. He looked like totally normal today. <laughs> I feel yeah, he was just a few years too early, but today he'd be like, yeah. It's like Gary right. Hart. It's like Gary Hart had the affair. <laughs> God, today he'd be like president. Oh, that's like nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. <laughs> All right. Let's, um, let's wrap on something a little bit lighter. We were talking about this doctor who was on a Qantas Airways yeah. flight um, who ends up getting off the flight and then tweets at them that they did not call her by doctor and that doctor was on her ticket. And she's been absolutely trolled. Um, she should be trolled. She should never fly again. You know what? So, I, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, yeah, arrested, never uh, fly no, again. I, you're like, like, first of all, did they know her? Did they know she was a doctor? Number one, I don't think that anyone paid attention. To number be honest, two, but she has a problem with that. Number two, like, I have friends who are doctors. I don't call them doc or doctor. I call them by their first name. Yeah, or Mister whatever, like. They called her Miss, by the way, instead of using Doctor, even though she had put Doctor on uh, her ticket. Is Doctor her first name or last name? No, Doctor is her. It's Doctor. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, Dwyer. No, I'm saying if Doctor was her first name, then they should have called her Doctor or Doctor was her last name. Does that bother you? I'm sure you've encountered this over the years, but I I have been corrected by someone who's like, oh, it's Doctor so-and-so. Does that like, I'm never That's an ego thing. I don't care if you went to 10 years of school. I don't give a shit. Like, stop. Just get on the plane. Like, stop complaining. You know what? So oh, from really? now on, I, I from now on, only call me general manager. <laughs> GM. GM Patrick. Oh, Pelham. actually, do you like the abbreviation, or should we call it general manager? I want to be called uh, general manager, Mr. No, I'm okay. See, I'm assuming she must have corrected them, like the flight staff, at some point. I would just I'm a doctor. To- okay, good for you. 
There's a lot of doctors out there. You know what? But here's the thing. You're up in the air. Like, I would have called her doctor because God forbid something happened. It doesn't seem like she would help. Like, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, like, again, we're talking about, I'm not gonna mess we're with talking that. about multiple things here. Is it okay for her if they said, hey, Miss Johnson, Miss Dwyer, whatever her name was, and she said, it's Dr. Dwyer. Can, do you mind calling me Dr. Dwyer? Okay, Dr. Dwyer. But then to tweet them and troll them. Yeah, she did. That's where she goes wrong. Uh, hey, Qantas, my name is Dr. O'Dwyer. My ticket says doctor. Do not look at my ticket. Look at me. Look back at my ticket. Decide it's a typo and call me Miss O'Dwyer. I did not spend eight years at university to be called Miss. She's an embarrassment. I would never go to her as a doctor unless she had to save my life. <laughs> then I'd call her doctor. So I'm saying, like, you're up in the air. I would just say, okay, doctor. Yeah, hey, doc. doctor, can you save my life? Otherwise, hey, yeah. doctor, shut the hell up. <laughs> you know, I would wait to, like, trash her until we got off the yeah. flight. Hey, doc. Doc. Anyway, um, all right, Patrick, is there anything? I mean, Miss America, could, swimsuit. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Well, I mean, how So do this you was think? the first Miss America with no swimsuit. Let me guess. You're a huge fan of Gretchen Carlson. You love the changes that she's made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, the no, the point was, so this is the first, the first Miss one, America yes. without swimsuit. Yes. The ratings were horrific. Like, no one watched. Um, this is a tough one. Like, what are you, Yeah, what's, what's the thing that you have just... I mean, what is you, Miss America? Like, okay. It's a scholarship program for women, and they want women to be judged on what comes out of their mouth and not what they look like. Then that's fine. Then just don't put it on TV. Because no one's gonna watch, and no, no, like I'm saying, like just make it an award, like of some sort, like have it in an auditorium, and um, like <laughs> really, okay. So you're just you just don't want it on TV anymore. You think at this point it shouldn't be on Listen, television? I think it's okay to have. It's like the, you know, it's it kind of. I'm sort of. I'm a little bit with you, but I like. I like where they're headed. However, listen, I like where they're headed. Like, d- listen, don't don't just judge women based on how they look in a bikini. I get that, and that's fine. Right. But don't also expect it to do well in the ratings. Like, just because people like to tune in to see them in the swimsuit, don't make that doesn't make them bad people. Right. I, but at the same time. If you want to have a contest for Miss America and have certain criteria separate, excluding a bikini competition, then yeah, then then you, then I think that was the right thing to do. But no one's people are not going to watch. They're just not. And you might be right because I didn't see what the ratings were, but it sounds like they oh, were low. They were really bad. Really? Okay. I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if that survives. But a lot of people are very upset. Even the contestants want the swimsuit portion of it. They said that that's the most fun. So they hate to yeah, see it go. I, I, I would hate to see some of these things getting changed just for change sake when the actual participants of pageants want to have a swimsuit competition. Um, I mean, it is kind of funny when you get on Twitter and you're like, oh, this is still on TV. It's like when I tune into (laughs) NFL, I'm like, oh, they do still have the cheerleaders? I thought we were getting rid of the cheerleaders. Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's like I feel bad. Like, everyone, like the Mystics, the Washington Mystics are in the uh, WNBA finals. Okay. And that's great. Yeah. Awesome. You know, but the fact that it's not doing well in the ratings. I know. Like, like doesn't sh- it sucks, like people right? Are, people were pissed at ESPN because they were running, like, archery or something instead of the... <laughs> archery? Well, I guess, oh I, guess I guess the WNBA was on, like, ESPN News. Not even ESPN 2. And people are, like, all freaking out. Oh, it's the NBA. Well... Okay, that's like a whole other show. No one watches. I'd be curious to see why you think nobody watches WNBA. Because it's, it's not good to watch. 
What makes it not as exciting as men? Just the women aren't as fast, aren't as, like, yeah. there's no, like, Michael Like, you Jordan. tune into basketball to see that athletic ability. I appreciate their athleticism. Listen, my daughter played college soccer for mm-hmm. four years. It's completely, she'll be the first to admit, it's completely, she won't watch women's soccer really too much because it's just, it's just a slower game. Like, it's just different to watch. I love UConn women's basketball. Love them. Follow them. I'll watch them. But I'm a crazy person. I watch anything on sports. Okay. I'll watch bowling. I'll watch, you know, bull Like (laughs) Bowling? Yeah. I mean, like, if it's on, I'll watch it. God, I need your job. It seems like you have a ton of free time. Like, you're always (laughs) on the weekends. Like, you're, like, living the best life. I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? By the way, Ozark. Can we talk Netflix a little bit? Yes. Ozark. Have you watched Ozark? I think is that the one with um Justin Bateman. Oh yeah. Um, no, I have not. It's absolutely fantastic. Really? I think I did watch one episode. So, quick story. So, we're watching. We've watched a bunch of Netflix shows. You know, Safe and Happy Valley and River, which was fantastic. Some BBC stuff, and then Ozark, and like. You know, you watch it, and then it end, that episode ends, and then the little box comes up in the right corner and says your next episode begins in four, three, two. And before you know it, you're like, you're it starts, in. and you're sucked in, and it's three in the morning, and you're like, oh, shit, I got to get up for work, right? Right. And my wife looks at me and says, you need a new job. <laughs> like, like, like half joking, but half serious. Like, the point is, our industry is scary. Like... Like this Netflix, like, like not that I'm new to Netflix. Don't I mean this isn't Wait, like? Are you saying uh, it's scary because what Netflix just gives you so much great content that you like? And, and like it's like the and next episode. It, yeah. And before you know it, you missed the ten o'clock news. You didn't watch that. You didn't. And it's like, whoa! Thank God I'm older. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay. Well, I was watching BET, the story of Bobby Brown. How was that? <laughs> well, I love all that drama, so I thought it was excellent. We should compare TV. Like I think it's a little different. Good. Yeah, Real Housewives of oh. all of them. I watch all of them. I love them so much. Shaws of Sunset. I will say, I'm though, that, uh, I, I think some of the stuff BBC puts out, some of those shows, they're fantastic. Yeah, some of their crime shows I really like, too. Yeah, yeah. Watch really the good. Watch River. I'm obsessed with Dateline. I watch, like, all the true crime ones. Don't you, like, you love the those old 48 hours? Yeah, well, now they're on, like, OWN. So I watch yeah, all the oh, reruns. Yeah, yeah, the reruns, yeah. But, I mean, I'm always, like, all like, how are they going to solve this? Yeah, i got to watch all those. Well, we run Dateline. The, the re- on Fox? No, on uh, DCA. Fox oh, 5 really? Plus. Yeah. Really? Midday. Oh, okay. Well, you should know that. <laughs> okay, sorry. Where can people follow you, by the way? I mean, your tweets this week were so interesting. I did. I almost tweeted you about your Serena one. Because I'm like, you just... But my Serena one was fair. I said... The ref was wrong. The umpire, I keep saying ref. Umpire was wrong. No, you said something to the read, read my, of Serena should have listened. And I yeah. smiled because. Read my, read my you're Serena. You're always trait. a person that you like people to listen. Like, I think, I'll break the rules. No, in the moment, she should have just. She should have bit her tongue and played. And then, listen, Serena has an enormous platform. Yeah. If, if after that match was over. She said this ref or umpire was obnoxious. He he he's sexist. Everyone would have listened. Okay, every sport. This is Patrick's tweet. Every sport has bad officials that make bad decisions slash calls. Ramos's decision on Serena was poorly handled. However, Serena should have listened regardless. 
Ramos had issues with Nadal in the past. It's irrelevant at that point if a man would have been penalized or not. Just play. Exactly what I just said on this podcast, right? Exactly. I just, I just. But that's a fair. That's fair. She's probably ultimately right about how he treated her differently than he would have a male tennis player. I'm just gonna say, as but in that moment, get over it. Get back to playing the match. She also has a responsibility to the opponent and to the tennis world to, to, to continue playing to the best of her ability despite bad calls, despite the mistreatment, if you believe it was that, and then you deal with it after. Listen, it's not like she's some rookie that no one's going to listen to after the fact. Serena gets up and says, this guy was X, Y, and Z, and he, he's sexist, and she still would have gotten the exact same support and probably would have come across looking a little bit better to those who thought she handled it incorrectly. Okay, we got to put that up on our Facebook page, on your Facebook page. Yep. It's the Polini Perspective. Yep. I want to see if your audience agrees with you or not. Probably not. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you probably have a lot of fans that listen. They probably uh, yeah, agree. Yeah, listen, I think, the, I think mo- most people who listen and fe- give me feedback say I'm fair. Okay, So that, go. that's good. I agree with that. And I mean, I just like you. Make I'm not an unhinged, right? raving lunatic like the president. Well, I, I believe throughout this podcast, you wanted someone arrested. You wanted someone banned from uh, a yeah. flight. You're becoming unhinged. I, I do want to be a worried. citizen cop. I just want to arrest. Oh my god! There's I a, swear. I driving know. in this morning. I see you. Listen, there's good thing. There's no uh, concealed. There's no the... concealed carry driving in this morning. <laughs> it took me an hour and 17 minutes to go 15 miles. I think I would have. It would have been an ugly situation. Um, what's morning. that movie? Is it Gran Torino with? Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, Clint, that is you. Clint Clint is, follow that's the like, rules. That is completely you out on that porch, just like harassing. <laughs> that's what I, I still hope I have a porch in North Carolina to go to after this. <laughs> okay, look, uh, be sure to share the podcast and head also to iTunes. Uh, search the Polini Perspective. Leave Patrick five stars. We need reviews. Yeah. Tell us what you like about the show. Patrick, we'll see you next week. Sounds great.